We're here today at the Career Pro Podcast. I'm excited because we have, uh, I guess, a guest DJ, if you want to say. Uh, uh, Rylan is here today to ask questions because you're in college now. You're at App State, right? Yes. And you're here to ask on behalf of new college grads, college grads maybe prepping you know, this semester or, or they just graduated, and we're focused a little bit on 2021. Rylan? Up to you. I know you have some questions that you brought in at the Career Pro Studios here in Burbank, California. Actually, we're in Raleigh. Ask away, Rylan. Thanks, John. Um, my first question would be, what should a graduate expect coming out of college? Just from a career point of view? Yeah. Well, this year, this past year, 2020, I, don't, I hope we don't reproduce this same situation where everything Zoom everything almost everything's virtual college grads have had or college students looking forward to jobs have had a very tough it at minimum mental outlook since march but we're talking about 2021 and about jobs and career what they can expect will be that some of the things that we learned in 2020 are gonna be with us and with us strongly. Because if a company can interview you via phone, uh, via Zoom or Microsoft meetings or Google Meet, they're gonna do it. Here's something I learned very interesting from some of my colleagues in what we call Global Outplacement Alliance. There are people from all over the world we hosted perhaps the top recruiting agency representative for Europe. And we were all on this phone call saying, what has changed about hiring for adults? Not just college students, which you're here to ask me about, uh, but adults. And we were getting, everybody had pens out. They had their, their iPads and Microsoft devices, surfaces to take notes from this guru of hiring. And she says, you know, here's something we learned as things started coming back. March, April were terrible in 2020 for recruiting. Nobody was recruiting. Everybody was hunkered down. And even some places are still a little bit in lockdown. She said, nothing's really changed about recruiting. We're doing it the same way. We're getting on the phone. There's a few more Zooms and a few more meetings. That was it. But here's what I think is going to happen is you need to upgrade your probably already better skills on the Zoom meetings, on these virtual meetings. Expect that to be the first part of potential hiring. If you're not comfortable interviewing on that platform, you're just comfortable being almost like a zombie in a class. Sorry to say that, but I think some of these Zooms, you just have to stay with your eyes affixed on the screen. You need to become more animated, more ready to do these meetings. You need to project confidence in whatever field you're in. So expect hiring in some ways to stay the same, which is you need an excellent resume. You need to have LinkedIn. You need to be ready to interview more online initially. And then here's a little new wrinkle that I'm going to throw at you. You need to be ready and potentially willing to talk about going into a office and doing work. Uh, I know that's verboten. I think everybody thought, well, you know, 90% of businesses are going to be virtual in 2021-22. Uh, no, they're not. Uh, hiring hasn't changed that much, just that some of the early tactics. And getting ready to up your game on these Zooms, on the impressions you 
give. Uh, those are just some of the things that I know are going to be with us in 2021. Yes, of course. So obviously, uh, you know, we're all suffering from this pandemic and having to be on Zoom and having to do things a lot differently than normal. And something I wanted to ask you is what's a really, how should I put this? What are the fundamental differences between interviewing in person and interviewing in Zoom? And how can you maximize your chances of getting hired on a Zoom call when it feels a lot less personal? Well, make it, make it a little bit personal. I know that most people are having still to take and will take calls in their bedroom, in their, in their living room. I would prefer, and I just heard this from one of our friends of the business just last week who's a big staffing person. I hear it from a lot of my friends. I don't want to mention too many names in staffing and recruiting and executive careers that have everything to do with, with your question, even for, for college grads. So your question is, what? ask it again, and then I'm going to get right to the answer. I gave the preamble, but I want to get to the answer. Go ahead. Yeah, so what are some fundamental differences between an interview in person and an interview on Zoom, and how can you maximize your, uh, how should I say, chances to get hired, and how can you maximize your chances to make a good impression on an employer over Zoom? Again, to reiterate, the confidence factor and the confidence, let me give a little background on that that I just mentioned in the last question is, confidence doesn't come just from loudness or bravado. I may be willing and able to get on a Zoom because I've done so many or do a podcast or just jump and, and run and think on my feet just because I've done that a lot. But a lot of people, like I was addressing the a number, probably 60, 70 engineers at NC State University about this very question. And a lot of them, I think that they were wondering what's gonna be different. And as I said, you wanna project confidence and confidence also comes in you being prepared. If If you know the financials of that company, if you're going into some financial area, even if you're not, you ought to know a little bit about how the company's doing financially. You ought to, here's a student thing that you can do that a lot of professionals don't do. Look at their YouTube channel. Oh, by the way, look at their Twitter feed over the last two weeks before you get on that interview. So when you weave in answers like this, Rylan, you know, I saw something about a week ago that was first on Twitter that led me to an interview that uh, the chairman of the company did about three months ago, and I thought it was really interesting. I wrote a couple things down, and you bring up the little piece of paper. And I wrote one of the things he said was, we want to transform the engineering world by creating technologies that everybody can use. And I wrote that down because I thought that's what I want to do with my degree is I want to go somewhere that are going to transform technologies that could impact, you know, the technical products that we use, but it also could impact healthcare and some of the things that we've been really concerned with over the last year. So that's one of my reasons why I'm interviewing here and what I thought was very, was unique about the company. And I've got a few more notes, but I'll just hold those. Now, what person, even professional, really does 
that kind of homework on an interview and has things written down and has followed through. What person has gone through the bios of the people that if they can find them on LinkedIn or elsewhere and found out a little bit about them? You would be surprised as the interviewer or the recruiter told us who is the top recruiting, one of the top recruiting people in Europe representing her company. She, she said hey, the same mistakes people make made before this pandemic are the same mistakes they're making now. They don't prepare. They don't go the extra mile and listen to some some interviews that the company did, read some financials, read articles, not just the first page of the website. They get on and expect to kind of answer questions like, tell me about yourself and what would you do in this situation? And even if you've got those baseline questions down, the more confidence is grown either in person or on a Zoom when you have mastered the material. And the material is, what do you know about the company? What do you know about what we're doing? And here's, here's a top tip. At the end of an interview or at any point in the interview and they say, Rylan, do you have any questions for us? And you say, well, gosh, I, I just don't, I think we've answered them all. And no, I don't right now. That's not a good answer. Right. You, no matter how many questions they've answered, no, how, even if you feel like you're out of words, you should have some questions. And they shouldn't just be, how much will I make? When do I start? What's the next step in the employment process? Should be, I was intrigued by something you said earlier. Can I follow up on that and ask you this? Have really well written down often at least a few questions for people if they say, if you have any questions. So again, confidence by being prepared, have questions always, and be very curious about the company and go the extra mile in doing research. I think that covers that answer. Yeah, thank you. That's a fantastic answer. So I was, I'm going to switch gears here a little bit. I have a question about uh, obviously, you have uh, built your own business from the ground up, worked tirelessly, have done uh, many, many incredible things, have over 50 publications in Forbes and amongst a, a million other incredible things you've done. So what are some tips you have for college students um, entering into their career or building their, their own career or uh, working their way up in a, in a corporate setting? Well, that early career move, what are some th watchwords to think about? And thank you for those nice compliments. Uh, I, I've learned a lot from my clients and my, the companies we serve, and, and I think that I've tried and share that knowledge in some of these different places that you just mentioned. So I'm a, you know, a, I'm, I think I'm a keen observer, and I try and share those things. So, that, so I appreciate you even acknowledging that, Ryland. Uh, the, the things I think that are, are most helpful for people early career to keep in mind are, you're, one, I just got on the call, by the way, with a, a client who's probably in his 50s now. He said, the one thing I regret is not building enough relationships that I would need for the future. And in fact, I talked to the president of a company who has to do some layoffs, and we're going to handle that outplacement. And she said, you know, I think everybody thinks that they have the network they need for now to do their job, but what they don't understand, this is the president talking and also one of my clients, they basically said the same thing is the network you need for your next job. Oh, you mean, gosh, but I, I love the company I'm with. You know, I just started here. I, I hope I can, you know, be here for many years. Well, 
again, the company that you're at now, you should still be working on the next job that you may have by networking and building relationships. So the number one th thing that I would say that people need to keep in mind, it is all about relationships. And that's, gosh, that we could just go a complete 100% deep dive and do a multi-podcast on that. But I think that you should be conscientious about your next move without letting loudly people know that you want to build the network toward that, whether it's outside of work, whether it's inside the corporation. And the thing is, relationship building can take time. You don't know people just because you first met them. You may work on a project. You may get to know them a little bit personally, professionally, but be Always be interested in building relationships, even if you're an introvert, even if you're a techie and you don't feel like, you know, people are the main thing. It's more technical projects or project management related to that. You're going to have to get things done through people. And I think this whole past year was about depersonalizing the world so that we're not in physical, much physical contact. You see someone that doesn't have a mask on in this past year this past year that we're going to most of us want to forget <laughs> I, I think that that you you just walk the other way well the truth is by the end of 2021 i think all people early career building relationships even sometimes shaking hands every once in a while or or being in closer collaboration physically uh and having the ability to build out your network for your next move, you should always keep that in mind no matter where you are. So one of the things you wanna do if you've got a new job or yeah, I was able to get a job in the new year, get into that job, maybe the first 90 days, you burn in, you focus on that job. If you've your early career, you're just out of college, you've got a job, you start in June, take that entire summer and just focus on getting a job done, doing 110% for that job. Then when you come up for air, start saying, you know what? Mention that guy, John O'Connor said, start building the network you need for your next position, either within the company or outside, and start building the relationships with the people you may need. How to do that is a big question we're not going to answer here. But don't ever get to the point where you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s. Well, that's so far off. It's not as far as you think. Where you aren't conscientious about building that next network, do it. So trying to relate back to the whole 2020-2021 business in a pandemic, you say you talk a lot about networking when you answered my last question. Something I'm wondering is when networking looks very different this year, where typically you would have networking events, you'd get to meet people, you'd go to conventions, conferences, you know, all these things that we can't do now. What does networking look like in 20 what will networking look like in 2021? And how do you maximize your ability to network and make yourself look, look good when you have to be on a large Zoom call, when you may not have the chance to speak or whatever it may be? Well, I'm going to give you two quick tips as we kind of wind down here. Uh, one is, no matter what the platform is, treat it like you are on your... I think the more you treat a virtual event like it's an in-person event this year in 2021 will put you ahead of most of your competition, whatever that is. It will put you ahead of your peers. So in essence, dress up a little bit for your virtual meeting. Well, you know, I'm out of my bedroom. I'm out. Dress like you're going and leaving your home and going to an event or going to the office. Dress up a little bit. Bring more formality to your meetings. 
bring a sense of purpose and focus to these virtual events. A lot of them have been chit chat sessions. Like some of it was just let's like have human communication because we're not having that. There's room for that. But now it's time to up your game. Now it's time to bring that sense of in-person to these virtuals. So 2021 will be this interesting mix of integrating virtual with in-person, but there are some businesses that will not go as virtual as you think. So I think you need to be able to pivot, be ready, even if you're out of your home for a while and, and half the year or more than half the year before vaccines roll, uh, you have to look like you're physically going somewhere and going out and not just being sedated and in, in your house kind of feel to, to how you're getting things done and doing business. My assistant, one of my assistants who's been with me for a few years, she's gotten very good about and be, Almost it mimics how close we worked in on projects in the office at times because I would say, hey, we need to get this done. She would either call, e email, chat, or get on a Zoom, just like she was a door down from me. And I think we have to get that sense of purpose, sense of direction, and, and, our, and kind of our schedule as if we're working a regular job in a regular office, even if... It's this mix of virtual and in-person this year. But get ready. Start acting like uh, the world is back to normal before it is, and hopefully it will be, the new normal, which will be a combination of virtual and in-person. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, that does it for me. Thank you so much for answering my questions, John. I think I know a lot more about what to expect as a college graduate in 2021. Thank you. You're welcome. Glad to have you in. Thanks for the interview.